G'day. How are you guys? Good. Good. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, so, you're the ones. Yes. Um, some people, especially our youth, who yeah. this is going to, may not know you. So yes. tell us about you guys, yes. who's in your family, uh, all that kind of thing. All right, so we have four children. Matthias is the eldest. Michaela's the second eldest, who's got two children. They're, they're all married except for uh, Natasha. Yep. And then, so we have Matthias, Michaela, Natasha, and Olivia, who are twins. Yeah. Okay. And Olivia just got married just recently. Woo! And Matthias is married and living up in Sydney. Yeah. So he's a primary school teacher. He teaches in Liverpool, a uh, very multinational um, uh, school. Cool. Um, and Nikki, his wife, is also a teacher, primary school teacher. Yeah. So we've got two grandchildren. Yeah. Eli and Heidi. And they live in Port Kembla. Oh, mm. nice. Mm. And uh, you're both nurses. Did that come from your parents? Uh, it's transferred down, though, hasn't it? Uh, well, my mom, <laughs> my mom was a nurse. Okay. okay. And uh, she did a training in London in the 1950s. Right. And wow. They dad was a minister. Uh, yeah. Trained at Trinity College Dublin. Wow. And he his first curacy was in in Belfast. Okay, in St. Donald's at Belfast. Uh, Van Morrison sings a song with St. Donald's in it. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, I just know Brown Eyed Girl. Like everyone else. And then they got the calling to be missionaries and they went to Tanzania. Yep. And mum was heavily pregnant. She was about eight months pregnant when uh, they went to Tanzania. And I was born in, on, a, in, on the mission field on, in a little dispensary with a, with, with a mud floor. Yeah, with, with Maasai warriors looking in through the window as I was being born. Wow, because mm. I so I, I only know a little bit of Tanzania because mm. is it Tanzania. Yeah, I think so. From um, missionaries, mm. Jono. Oh, I can't remember his last name. I just remember he was Jono. Yeah, and um, they were over there, and he was starting a Bible college, and yeah. you know all the works mm. of like mm. building hospitals mm. and all that kind of thing. So how how did your family end up in Australia? Well, the thing is that um, they moved from Tanzania to Ireland because by that stage I, I was in secondary school in Ireland and I was only seen, I only saw them once every two years. Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, that in itself. So even in Africa, yes. you went to boarding school. I went to boarding school. So I went to boarding school when I was five and a half. Right. Okay. Wow. And I only saw my parents three times a year. Okay. <laughs> So for three months of the year, that's it. So, and it took two days to get to the primary school. Yeah. Okay, the boarding school that I was at. Yeah. Because the roads were so bad and the, the transport system was so bad in, in Tanzania at that time. This is, we're talking about the early 60s. Yeah. Mid 60s. Yeah. So when, when I finished primary school, I had, there wasn't an English speaking uh, secondary school in, in Tanzania. Right. So they made a decision um, to send me to my dad's secondary school in Dublin, yeah. which was called St. St. Andrew's College, Dublin, there you go. which was an all-boys school. And I went there as a boarder, and um, I didn't see them again until they came um, back to Ireland. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, and that was about two to three years. And then we, he couldn't get a job because um, even though he was... Uh, a Protestant, 
the church in, Pro in uh, the Protestant church in Ireland at that stage, I wouldn't call it being a, a, Christian, a true Bible, Bible Christian uh, yeah. church. And so he couldn't get a job because he was, he was a Bible <laughs> preacher, okay? And yeah, everyone wow. knew that he was, okay? And so the only job he could get was in Northern Ireland, okay? Yeah. Um, as, a, as a curate. Right. Okay, which he had, he had four children, yeah. and a curate's wage wasn't enough. Right. So we worked, he worked, he, my mum and dad worked with a lot of Australians uh, in in Tanzania, in, in the mission field, yeah, yeah. and they kept saying, why don't you come to Australia, yeah. you know? And so he wrote to the Archbishop, Sydney Archbishop, and he said, of course, we've got a position for you, <laughs> yes, come, straight away. <laughs> so they go. made an arrangement, so we went, our first uh, placement was Port Kembla. Oh, all right. And we okay. stayed there for five years. Wow. cool. And that was, that had, here we were, you know, our first Sunday, because it's very formal in, 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 um, Ireland. Okay, you went to church in suits. Yeah. It didn't matter where you <laughs> went. Okay. And we came to Australia. Okay. We all came in suits and we all thought we were really hit because they were just multicolored suits. Okay? <laughs> right? And there were a lot of young people there and they're all in shorts and thongs and you know, yeah. t shirts yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so we felt it, the uh, <laughs> the suits were ditched for the next, yeah. for the next service. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's funny because yeah, growing up in um, a different culture, yeah. like that was yeah, I, I would yeah, singlet and, mm. and thongs and yeah, so, so board felt, shorts felt, and whatever, and sometimes we, you'd we be dripping wet because you'd yeah, just come back from the right, surf so, or whatever. So, yeah, <laughs> so we felt pretty gawky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm glad you weren't in suits the next week. Yeah. So there, there you go. So that's how you get to Australia, yeah. and the, and a bit of a link with Port Kembla as yes. well. Yeah. Um, and so, how about you? And then, like, how how did you meet, marry, end up in Robert? So I I I was born in Australia. Both my parents are German, but my mum got very homesick, so we went back, and uh, we lived there for another five years. But yep. work opportunities for my dad was better in Australia. He was at the steelworks. Okay. So we came to Australia when I was six. Um, I couldn't speak any English, but um, I remember my dad just taking me off to kindergarten and saying, you'll be fine. <laughs> Always kindergarten's yeah. a German word, right? Yes, it's true, very true. I remember the first thing I learned um, was God Save the Queen. The song. All right, there you we go. We have to sing it every morning. Wait, so is in the national anthem or the, the national not the anthem. is it the Sex Pistols song? No, <laughs> <laughs> the national anthem. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and um, um, so I became a nurse. I, when I left school, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but my best friend uh, wanted to be a nurse for so long, and I said, "Look, I'll come with you." you know? <laughs> Immediately, how it happened, but she didn't get accepted, which was devastating, and oh, I really? did. Oh goodness! <laughs> um, eventually, she did, but not in the area. You know, we had all these plans that <laughs> nurse together, train together. It didn't work quite yeah. like that. So yeah. she was sent off to Gosford a year later. Wow! And I studied in Wollongong. Yeah, and I loved it. Luckily, yeah. I still am nursing. So yeah. yeah but I didn't know what I wanted to do when I. There you go. That's interesting that, yeah, you just kind of did it because, and now you're yes. still doing it and, and I'm love still it. doing because I, I do love it. And, and we met in nursing, didn't we, Dennis? So do you meet working in a hospital or while you're studying? How that, yeah. 
Uh, well, in in those days, you became a nurse, okay, through the hospital system. Yeah. So it's very different now. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So we met. <laughs> we, um, and, yes, we worked. At, Andrew was a third year nurse, and I was a third year student nurse, and I was a second year student nurse. But it, it, it's not because I'm older. <laughs> I'm quite a bit younger. I came into nursing. <laughs> he was I, a teacher. I, I was a teacher. Oh, first, right. Yes. Okay. So yeah. uh, I was a primary school teacher uh, specialising in, in infants, and yep. I couldn't get a job at all. There was a lot of casual teaching. Wow. At that stage, there was an oversupply of teachers. <laughs> okay. And there so you go. Yeah. Um, I got a placement, and it was somewhere like Wilcannia. Okay. And I was a, a coastal boy, and yep. I didn't want to go there. Yep. And so my name got put down bottom, bottom of the list. Yep. And so when I rang the Department of Education saying, listen, I've been a casual teacher for two years now. When am I going to get it? They said eight years. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's, eight years. And I wasn't prepared to wait for eight years. So I did a, I managed a lot of businesses. Uh, a milk run? Yeah, I had a milk run. I managed a milk run. And then I went into nursing, and that's yeah. where I met Andrea. Yeah. And so, milk runs yes. for our young people. Yes. What What's a milk run? <laughs> we used to get get milk delivered to our our, our our homes, just like bread did. Yep. And so, you didn't go to Woolies or or um, uh, Coles for your milk. Uh, it was left at at your front door. Yeah. Okay. And that's what very I did. Early yeah, very early. Yeah. Very early or very late in the evening. Yeah. yeah. I remember growing up and that was that was really fun. I was like a, an event was getting the milk from the esky on yeah. out the yeah that was like a special thing that we got to do and uh, even <clears throat> at the um, at the caravan park like I was saying like where I used to work um, what, the boss was telling a story one day about how the the milk the milkman used to come down yes. and do his milk run and mm-hmm. the bread guy would come down and then the, the, the butcher would even come and do a delivery in the yeah, caravan park yeah. mm-hmm. and um, I think they got veggies as well and like you know Mr. Mm-hmm. Whippy yes, Bands and yes. all that kind of thing yeah. yeah everything came to your door yeah and now it's completely changed well, now, and now it's kind of going back to that where yeah. it comes to your door yeah. <laughs> just through Woolies yeah <laughs> ah interesting there you go and so, yeah, so you guys met nursing in Wollongong, am yep. I right there? Yes, and so how did you get to Robbo? Um, well, I became a midwife, okay, yep. and so we were both shift workers, okay, so yep. um, when Andrew was on night shift, I'd take Matthias and Michaela down to the beach just to get, allow Andrew to have some sleep. There was one instance where um, we were... Uh, because we lived in a near close to a housing commission area, and there were a lot of uh, um, um, sort of uh, drug dependent people there, yeah. and they used to we used to get broken into on a six uh, regularly. Okay? Right. Yeah. But on this occasion, which um, Andrew was in the bedroom asleep, wow. and the guy came into her bedroom, into our bedroom. Yeah. Okay. And that freaked you out, didn't mm. it? Yeah. That was a turning point. That was a turning point. Kind of makes sense. And then yeah. we decided that we had to get out of there. But yeah. I, I was also pregnant. Yes, that's right. With twins. With twins. Oh, yeah. So we course, knew yeah. our house was small by yeah. the time. I mean, even though we loved it. It, yeah. it, it was, was a lovely charm. house. Yeah. It yeah. was an old weatherboard house, but yeah. lovely. Yeah. Mm. And we had a brother who lives in Kalong Street. In All right. Madison. So we knew the area. Yeah. And at that time, land was very cheap here. Yeah. So it was ridiculously cheap. We bought yeah. this block. Probably like Texas still is like, what, $30,000 or something for this, was it? Uh, or less? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's about 50. 50? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So and then so did you guys build this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, wow. 
Oh, there you go. Interesting. Mm. And so you've been how long now at the church? What, that'd be oh, 20, 20 years? years. Yeah. yeah, 20 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And so you've just retired, Dennis, yes, that's right. as well. And mm. so can you tell us like factors that kind of played into that retirement? Well, um, I had a incident where I had a bleed into my brain. Okay, it just happened. Um, I was I was just diagnosed as having high blood pressure, all right. uh, and it was all due to stress, and it was just work stress from work, and. Um, and at that time, you still worked at Wollongong. Yes, yes, and I was involved in in, in the trade union there. Yep. So I went into back for other other nurses and midwives who were being intimidated by the. Um, by management and yep. the culture was really it was toxic culture mm. it, it was um, there was a lot of bullying that was going on so I I and as a nurse okay you go into nursing to care for people yeah right? <laughs> so there are not many people so nurses are traditionally don't want to create waves okay mm. so they would cop all the bullying yeah and I, because I'm a justice person yeah um, I find this really really hard to so I would go in and bat for them and as a consequence I got bullied myself yeah so yeah um, so that was a real strain and it got to me uh, and it raised my blood pressure and that's what caused my cerebral bleed so I had a but quite quite a time, large cerebral sorry, bleed we yeah. did decide mm. that you should move yes so you came to battle yes but the damage had already yeah. been done in my head at yeah. this stage and so um, how many years ago was that well that happened Two years ago, two years ago. Right. So yeah. Okay. Wow. So yeah. So, okay. So wow. I, 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 I was only at a Barrel for six months before I had my cerebral bleed. Yeah. Wow. wow. So there are two types of strokes. Yeah. You can have a blockage or you can have a bleed. Yeah. So I was. Um, I don't know whether I'm unfor- unfortunate or fortunate that I had a bleed. So it's, it's, and only fifteen percent of stroke uh, victims have a bleed. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, so what happened was, okay, so it happened just as we were going to bed, and Andrea, being the nurse, noticed that there was something wrong with me. Okay? Yeah, yep. And, and it happened a little bit before. Yes, it happened. We, we were in... We were, <laughs> We'd gone out for yeah, dinner. Dinner, that's right. Oh, right. And that's when it started. Okay, yeah. We'd ordered Dennis like yeah. very spicy food. <laughs> and, and he ordered that his face went red and just the food and everything. And I asked him something, and he just said... What did you say? Okay. Yeah. It wasn't. Didn't make sense. And I asked him something again, and he said okay. And there was a look about him. Yeah. And I and I just asked, "Are you all right?" And he just said okay. He wasn't <laughs> making sense. Yeah. And I says, "Oh, we were going to planning to go to a movie yes, after." But right. I says, "How about we just go home?" Oh, yeah. And, and you the, did you say okay as well? He said, Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Are you right to pay?" And he said, "Okay." <laughs> And the way oh, I just remember how you fumbled with your yes. money. I, I just it wasn't like you anyway. You you paid and I drove home and yeah. and then you were okay. You fed the dog and I said let's go to bed and you said okay. But we did talk <laughs> a bit more in between yeah. after that. I said yeah, what yeah. was wrong before? He goes I don't know. Yeah. He couldn't. I just had this aura about me and yeah. I knew that there was something wrong, but I couldn't communicate to Andrew that that I was there's something happening to me. Yeah. And. Anyway, just to cut a long story short, I had my bleed, okay, and we ended up in Wollongong Hospital, okay. Um, but I, uh, 
in that time when I mm. called the ambulance, so um, I, from a nursing aspect, so yep. I knew he'd had a stroke, yep. but I didn't know was it a clot or a bleed. So I know with a clot, you have a period of a three-hour window. Yeah, um, and and, and, it, and if they took me to barrel. They don't have that drug that is a blood clotter. Yeah. But you can get a, a clot buster. A yeah, clot buster, but yeah. it has to be within a three hours. So yeah. this was in my yeah. mind the whole time. So when yeah. the ambos came, I could I could hear this, okay? And <laughs> but they, it took 40 minutes yeah. or so, but it was, felt like forever. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. they were going to take me to Barrow, but Andrea insisted, no, we're going to Wollongong. No, they, said, they didn't say that. Oh, they just said, shall we go to Campbelltown? Or Wollongong. So they were sort of arguing and I said, Can we just go to Wollongong? Yeah. And that's where we went. But I didn't know that the, the partner in the in the, the paramedic, yeah. she suffered from motion sickness and all the oh, way down no. the path, she was on the back. <laughs> and I look back and I think of the poor thing. <laughs> I don't suffer from motion sickness, but Macquarie Pass is the only road mm. I've found that makes me feel mm. crook. It oh, just, really? I don't know what about it. That. It just, I just yeah. yeah. It's Jam- just Pass doesn't. I love Jamboree Pass. Yeah. That's it's I hot. the the I, I love Cornet. Like I, mm. my family, we love driving, mm. and you know, for her three brothers, we just love mm. driving and always have. And like mum and dad like driving too. And so Jamboree Pass was just like it was fun. Mm. But there's something about Macquarie Pass. We all hate it. Our whole family yeah, as well. We all hate it. Macquarie Pass. We all like prefer it. doing Jamboree and taking yeah. five or ten minutes extra to get somewhere. It's yeah. yeah. I actually don't mind going up, but going down, that's when yeah, I really struggle. Yeah. Well, so maybe that's why she was contemplating, should we go to Campbelltown? <laughs> yeah, she, she was probably like, oh, please, Campbelltown, <laughs> yeah. It's just straight the I whole way. I just wanted to go somewhere fast. Yeah. You know, and and, and yeah. somewhere we knew. Yeah, of course. And in yeah. the end, I think it was a good decision because everyone knew me. Okay, yeah. And so... Yeah. I'm not saying I got special treatment, but and it, well, you'd been fighting for nurses and nurses yes, and all those looking right. after yes, you. So that's that's, right. that's a pretty good bet, yes, right? It is, yes, it is. <laughs> it was, yeah. And I think it's really important when you have a stroke to start physiotherapy as early as possible. Yeah. Okay? When Andrew and I first started nursing, if you had a stroke, you just left them. Okay? Yeah. Wow. Before that, yeah. even like yeah. um. So the three hours that was running less and less, and I remember yeah. it was half an hour to go, and this was constantly on my mind, you know, and yeah. I would say to the nurse there, look, it, it, you know, he'd gone in for a CAT scan, so they were waiting for doctors. It was late at night, early hours of the morning, so trying to get doctors to yeah. come. And, yeah. and by this time, there was 15 minutes, and I could just focus on this three-hour thing, and I said, please, look, it's nearly been three hours, and she says, yes, we're trying to determine. And there was only about 10 minutes to go, and a specialist came in, and she said, um, it's not a clot, it's a bleed. So there's nothing we can do, even if we put burr holes in, which is to... I really? put a hole yeah. in your skull to drain the blood. It wouldn't help wow. because of where the bleed was. So it was deep inside the brain. It's a wow. matter of just waiting. Yeah. So that was that was. And just seeing the, the, the how extensive it was, because yeah. the more extensive, the more. But it, you were and so, away, so that that that's all going on. Um, like, well, how 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 are you going? Like talking to God. What what's going through your brain in terms of like faith? To be honest, there was, it was just such a, there's so much going on. It wasn't until I was in the ambulance and I, I think I said a, a, a quick prayer, but I hadn't really, everything was just happening so fast yeah. at that time, yeah. John. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with me, I just wasn't, 
aware well, you, of anything. You wouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So I think the first um, rational thought that I had was about a week later. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and just talking to Andrea, I, I don't remember any of this. No. But I was quite agitated. Yeah. Okay. And I must have been in a lot of pain. Okay. And I don't remember any of this, but um, it was. And, and look, everything was affected. So you could swallow, but he couldn't talk. Yeah. The whole of your right side. side. So I couldn't move my right side at all. Mm -hmm. I was paralyzed. My whole right side was paralyzed. Wow. So when I came, about a week later, when I was beginning to get an awareness of what was happening I found it really frustrating because I yeah. just I couldn't talk to any or communicate to anyone yeah I couldn't do anything I had to be moved in bed you know the yeah. nurses had to do it for me and um, you know just anyway well I know like so like I sat down with the Wilsons uh, you guys are gonna be hearing it maybe weeks apart but you know a few days ago and yeah to hear yeah, it's like similar things, like brain injuries, even though they're kind of different. Um, yeah, the the frustration of not being able to do what you normally do and, you know, standing up and walking around for 10 hours a day being a nurse and for them just doing the activities that they do, you know, it's it's incredibly frustrating. I'm just having a little bit of insight too, is also, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I, I was thinking that as you're saying, you know, that three-hour window, you know, yeah. someone else would have blissful ignorance. Yeah. Well, not maybe blissful <laughs> but, but ignorance yeah. to not know and so but also yeah. the third night I, I, I distinctly remember getting a call from a nurse late at night and I know personally if a nurse rings you late it's yeah. not good mm -hmm. um, and she uh, they couldn't control you had a terrible terrible headaches through these first three, few days and she said look we're worried we can't control his pain and his blood pressure and um we're going to do another CAT scan because we're not sure if he's had a further bleed and extension yeah, of it. Yeah. So, you know, and I said at that time, well, do you want me to come in? And she said, no, I will call you. But I always know that's a bad sign when a nurse rings late. So that it, was... Yeah. yeah. And so, as well with the Wilsons, I almost didn't believe me when people told me they had a car crash because I see what they're like now. And, yeah. and similarly with you, like your recovery is just incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, tell me about that. Like, what what was it like to recover? Um, yeah, were there verses of the Bible that you know you two were just repeating, or or, or things about your faith that popped up, or were challenged, encouraged? You know. Well, there is no point. At no point in my whole recovery period, and I and that was about for five. I was in hospital for about five months. Wow. No, four, no. four months? Actually, I was, only. Anyway, yeah. Rehab, including rehab. Including yeah, rehab, rehab. Yes, yeah. Including rehab. Um, so in that time, there was no, there wasn't a moment that I questioned God, why? Yeah, why right. did this yeah. happen? Um, you know how you hear people saying, why, why God, why, why have you done this? At no time did I question God. Mm. I just, I just got on with it. And I remember Andrea bringing me in a, a uh, give, you know the verse Philippians four thirteen. I can do most things through Christ. Through, I can do most things through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that uh, that just spurred me on. It just and it gave it gave me. Have you heard of neuroplasticity? 
So neuroplasticity, okay, with a bleed or with a stroke, everything, the cell, yeah, the cell, yeah. the brain yeah. cells die when they don't get uh, oxygen, okay, yeah. and so the parts of my brain that were dead, okay, so with neuroplasticity, so nerves can't get through that part of the brain, yeah, so, um, you have to then get neural pathways, train yeah. neural pathways, and that's what neuroplasticity is. Yeah, because so, and, and you kind of lose that the older you get as yes, well. That's so that's right. Yeah. That, yes, that's really hard. <laughs> so I, God gave me the deter, the determination and also gave us the um, skill, okay, of having uh, people who would give me encourage me and who knew what they were doing to get me back on the road okay? mm. and that's where mm. how God works okay? yeah and I was blessed and fortunate enough that I had that God uh, had all these people around me and mm. he wrapped me up in cotton wool okay yeah. and he gave me the determination to do all the exercises and the people who knew what they were doing to get me on the right track yeah okay that's how I see it anyway. Yeah, and so yeah, you, you really saw kind of God's big plan yeah. kind of just, I mean, it worked itself out in little ways, yeah. but you know, the right people just, yeah. he, he pushed. Yeah, but the other yeah. thing that he did was he gave me, he gave me Andrea and also a family who are very caring. I had people mm. praying for me in, in Europe, Wow. Yeah. in Africa, in the Americas, and in Australia. Yeah. You know, so I had... I had a huge amount of prayer going into me. Mm. Mm. How about for you, Andrew? Like, I, I can understand if you would feel slightly different. You know, I've, yeah. you know, it's hard watching someone else, especially the one you love. And, I felt yeah, it was different for me. Yeah. Um, I, I certainly never um, blamed or asked God why. I, I that never came to my head. But oh. I remember the first few weeks, I, I would go down every day and sh wash you and 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 do those sort of things and it got to a point I was just exhausted I couldn't sleep well yeah my mind couldn't shut off and I was always thinking ahead thinking well we might need ramps we might need rails I was thinking in a nurse's mind yeah what, what <laughs> this and that and that yeah. and that and then I had a good Christian friend who gave me a, 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 a very encouraging book on hope mm. with scripture verses and devotions and everything and I really read that yeah and there was the one in Philippians too that we're gonna you know, cast all your anxieties onto yeah. God well that's and like I remember earlier or later in the chapter I think yeah but I remember that night when I really um, you know I think with a lot more faith I I, I, I asked God for help because I can't do it on my own and that mm. night I had a great sleep yeah. I just felt a weight off off me. Yeah. But yeah, I just that and yeah. It's really interesting because um so so Jim and Kristen as well said the exact same thing that just no point had had a well, like blamed God just had a mm. an overwhelming kind of strange unexplicable peace mm. about you know all that was going on. And that's probably I mean that that's a little bit to do with life as well, but yeah. you know even these things, right? Like I, you know, it's hard to draw out specifics yeah. and be like, well, then the the thing happened here yeah. and this yeah. exact verse, and then that. Like no. it's it's cool that you've got yeah. some verses, but you know, often it's yeah. um, 
like we were joking, it's a bit more of a vibe and a marbo yeah. and knowing what God is God is doing. Yeah. yeah it's interesting because um, I kept get, getting getting visits, okay, by the psychologist, right. okay, and yeah. the social workers, <laughs> and it seems there's a link with stroke and depression. Okay? Yeah, there's a high link. Okay, mm. and I think they were they were amazed because I didn't have any depression. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> they, I remember once someone asked me, you know, you're so you're so you're so cool and at peace, and I said yes because. I have a faith in the Lord Jesus, and the Lord Jesus is is looking after me. And I don't know, I, I don't know what they thought of when I said that, uh, because I I know the the girl who asked me wasn't a Christian. Okay, mm -hmm. and um, but that's one way that I was able to witness to her. So, and I think um, then her visits became less and less because she knew that I was all right. But what I'm trying to say is that God gave me. Um, peace and gave me um, a non-depressive mood. Okay, um, and, and a determination. And a determination. I, yes, mm. I, I think. And even through all that time, I mean, life still goes on at home. You, yes, you know, Jono, yeah. and, and things were happening that would normally be just part of family life. Jono, yeah. So I still had the girls at home, and it was winter. And this is just. And Olivia had a car accident going to work. A wombat That's, hit, hit, yeah. hit her. Because I, I know Adrian. I, yeah, I think I heard yeah. about that Yeah, through Tom. And, and so yeah. the car was a mess. It was still drivable. Yeah. And, and all these things that I look back and God was really in control, you know. And it was such a concern because I wanted her to have a safe car. Yeah. But at that time, and then all of a sudden my brother, he came and he went and took... Olivia and the car to a panel beater, but it wasn't good. They said it's a write-off. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I just don't know enough about cars. <laughs> I don't know. But then I thought, look, we have another car, Dennis's cars in the garage, if you need it, but it's safe to drive because she was working on a farm. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then it just so happened the farmer's uncle is was a retired mechanic who's always tinkering in his yeah yeah his shed, and yeah. he said, bring it to me, Olivia. <laughs> he worked on it for a few days, Adrian. And he, he charged eight hundred dollars, and wow. he fixed the car. Wow. And he said, "And I couldn't, you know, we we ended up giving him more." And the next day, in an envelope came um, a change. He said, "No, I only wanted payment for what the what the parts, yeah. and I only charged a hundred dollars." Wow. And there was other <laughs> things, you know. It was winter. I always had to have wood burning mm -hmm. the the fire on because it was. And we were, running out of, we were running out of wood, and I'd never ordered wood, so I ordered wood, and I didn't know how much, and I just ordered the most amount, and the pile that came <laughs> But, you know, in two days, that pile was gone. My dad, who was 79 then, and Olivia had carried it all and put it in the shed. There were all these things, and, you know, sometimes when you had a bad day, there were meals here from people from church. It's yeah. so hard. You know, we couldn't have done it without a few years ago at um, Kaima, like when I was at Kaima Church, we did uh, the book of Ruth and the, the, this phrase kept coming up and it was, uh, and it just so happened and it just so happened. Just so happened. And that was one thing that just stuck with me that because, you know, in the book of Ruth, God's not really mentioned, but mm. it's this beautiful story of how God 
is working good and um you know as you said it just so happened that just sparked my brain you know it just so happened that this and not you know just so happened there was food and you know yeah yeah and even you know dennis's determination i always remember the ot um at first all dennis could say was yes everything (laughs) not okay no (laughs) changed to yes (laughs) and after a while the girls and i were getting a bit fed up because you know i'd say more than a few days it was just yes (laughs) and we're saying can you say anything else but yes and And he would say yes yes. (laughs) you know the next day i came and i said something and he said to me definitely (laughs) and i thought wow so I know he can do it. It's mm. the only word I can say. So yeah. I know that he there, he worked so hard to work on that word. So And that gave me such an encouragement. And when the OT came one particular day and she said, all right, Dennis, so what would you like to learn more? How to feed yourself or how to dress yourself? Anyway, and I think that brought it into perspective. perspective. And the look you gave me i'll never forget <laughs> he just looked at me as if to say did you hear what she said and he'd look back at her and he said i want to do both <laughs> fierce determination yeah you know and then and it's all god given yes mm. and then i thought right because and if you know me i'm a really laid-back person who wants to just sit and read all day right That's it. I, well, are you being sarcastic? I no, actually, no, I, no. Okay, because I don't know you well. Yeah. So, so <laughs> uh, Andrea is all the time, okay? Yeah. You, she'll find me in an armchair reading a book, okay? <laughs> not, not doing anything at all. Yeah. So this is just totally different, you know? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Di- and God gave me that. Yeah. And I'm sure it was God, and yeah. I know it is God. Yeah. That gave me the that. OT was so busy. She was mm. one OT for the whole rehab centre. Wow. And, it, you know, she had so much on, and I thought, right, well... So I googled things. Yes. Um, so I made things. Yes, you made. Because a big thing for a stroke is that repetitive, um, like a skateboard with your foot on it, just yeah. getting yep. movement. Or, or we made a box, and your hand was in it, and we had to get this going. You know, it was just a repetitiveness, and I think he was always glad when I left. <laughs> Probably. Well, it's um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, always something I've observed with. You're German, so hear me trying no, to not judge you. No, but I know what you're Germans say. are very determined people, yes. from what I see, yeah. and um, yeah, so yeah, God, God give, especially you know Irish Irishmen, yes. um, you know maybe the complete other end of the spectrum for Germans, <laughs> and at least stereotypes, you know, that's not every individual, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's very funny. It's 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 interesting as well um, as. Yeah, you talk because I think about Lily and and the things you know. Again, what we teach her is all repetitive, and it's it's interesting how those these incidents kind of take you back to mm. almost childhood mm. or yeah, babyhood. And that repetitive, it's just teaching your brains that neuroplasticity that we were yeah, talking about, yeah. and just trying to get those nerve pathways to redirect. So that's just doing it over and over again. Okay, yeah. and. I'd spent about a week doing one action, okay, and it got very frustrating. Yeah, I determined that I was going to do it. Yeah, yeah, and and all the all the mistakes along the way. That's right. Again, like with yeah. Lily, you know, we give her a spoon for food, and that was not very fun to start with, <laughs> and it's more work than it's worth. Um, but now she can feed herself, yeah, and, that's right. and yeah, like for you, I, I would, like I said, I never would have guessed. 
um, and even now, you know, you're moving your arm, yeah. and it's normal. It's yeah. not like yeah. Anything. I can remember once. I mean, I couldn't move my my arm at all. Okay, so I had to use my left hand to just place my my right hand yeah. e everywhere. And I remember Andrea coming in. Okay, and a place, and I'd been working all all night on on this little finger. Okay, <laughs> and I finally, about six o'clock in the morning, I got a, a quiver. At the end of my finger, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I and I thought Andrew's going to come in in three hours' time. I've got to work on this. I make sure it stays with me. Okay. So when she came in, when she came in, I, I said, "I've got something to show you." Okay. And I could just move it slightly, and she says, "What?" <laughs> and, I was excited. Yes. And then she saw it. Okay. Yeah. And then she was excited as well. And yeah. that to me was an amazing achievement. Yeah. That I could actually move my slightly move my little finger. Yeah. And that's it. And then it got to the point where I worked on my whole hand and I got the back the use of my hand and then it went from my hand to my forearm and then my upper arm. Yeah. yeah. And then I could work on, on my legs. Yeah. 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 And yeah, hearing hearing that and hearing yeah, the Wilson story as well, it's just, it's just incredible to hear like real learning thing. Yeah, I, I yeah, I just can't yeah. Yeah, imagine having to do that. Yeah. It just and in, and, and having yeah. that determination yeah. and that's like that yeah. will. Like, and in hospital, yeah. I mean, um, because I was there for so long, I got a, quite a few different guys next to me, and I was able to witness to them. Yeah. And I remember one guy coming in, one of my friends, who's a, a bit out there, and he prayed over me and he laid his hands upon me, and then he went over to the bloke and he says, "Would you like me to pray for you and lay my hands on you?" And the bloke. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so anyway so we had quite a few prayer sessions yeah mm. so and uh, so so we were able to show people that there that there is an alternative to um, the life um, that's the worldly life mm. yeah and just literal um, yeah all the stuff that medicine can do but yes, that's right. I'm sure you guys have clearly seen God mm. bless you even further yeah. than what medicine can do oh, definitely definitely yeah well God God gives us um, brains to be able to uh, invent therapies that will improve you know yeah. and so and that's what he did for, for, uh, uh, and that's what he does yeah so he gives us brains that we can we can develop uh, these uh, therapies okay but the thing is that We've got to be careful that we use them for good, mm. okay? And that's the thing. Yeah. Mm. But in saying that, yeah. um, I, I, I still think God had a lot to do with your recovery. I, yeah. s I see people, you know, uh, we had an acquaintance who had a stroke three weeks after you, yeah. and he's in a wheelchair now. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it's sure, it's a different stroke. It happened in a different part of the brain. But I think... Um, but even the blessings of it not being so bad and being yeah. you know all those things as well yeah, yeah. as as strange it is is to say a, a stroke was a blessing <laughs> yeah. um what what are some things so it's you know it's it's a hard time for our youth at the moment it, like that was a hard time what, what are some things that like you might say that um to encourage them you know i'm sure some of them are well, feeling I lonely think, or i think yeah. at the, the, the time uh, people look very very short term okay mm. Mm. And yeah. it's getting yeah. people quite anxious. Okay, yeah. and there's a, and I was just listening to the news last night. The suicide rate in youth is is increasing. Mm. Okay, because yeah. of the anxiety and everything like that. Yeah. And the thing that I'd say is, God is in control. Okay, mm. 
he has got everything planned okay so make sure that be confident in the fact that he has got everything planned okay mm -hmm. and don't worry about the future um, you know remember in the New Testament in John's Gospel or Matthew where Jesus is talking and he said don't worry about tomorrow yeah yeah tomorrow yes. we'll, we'll look after it's itself. one of Amy's yeah. favorite passages and that, yeah and that's where that's what uh, um, my message to um, and this too yeah. will pass yes it, it will pass it will yeah pass. don't yeah. be anxious about it it it'll just pa it will pass yeah and I see some things there's some good in it too. Yes, there yeah. 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 There, There's always a silver lining. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I walk the dog every day. I yeah. see so many yeah. people out. <laughs> yep. Walking. Now that's a good thing. Yeah. And, and and I think we appreciate our family, our friends more because mm. we haven't been able to um, be in contact. So yeah. Maybe it's um, you know yeah. time for us to to um, slow down. To slow down. Yeah. Take time to smell the roses, be more yeah. caring, take more time with family, ring them and appreciate them. Yeah, and I think that's been a good chance is to, a lot of people are slowing down and, and thinking about what's important. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, our lives just go, just, we can get so caught up in work, yeah. in our jobs, in school. and Yeah, know. and there's something far greater that... Um, yeah, to, to kind of sort out and yeah. and um, something that's eternally significant. That um, yeah, more than and don't be anything. <laughs> and even the lesson that I've learned is one relying on God. Okay, and God is in control. Yeah. Okay, but also too. What was I going to say? But also too, um, it's important to. But I also think yeah. we're so blessed to live in Australia to be able to oh. isolate Jono. Mm. Um, mm. There are yeah. people who can't isolate. Yeah. That's right. They don't have the means, yeah. the yeah. homes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Australians, I think, think very selfishly and they think about themselves all the time. The mm. thing is that in Australia, we're so lucky. We live, we are the probably the wealthiest nation in, in the world. Okay. Mm. Um, but on a, at every incident, I always think that there's someone worse off than me. Mm. Okay, and that's what one of the things that used to encourage me when I had my stroke and I couldn't. I had to have everything done for me. Yeah, and I yeah. said, "Well, it was an eye opener yeah, to it see was other an eye. people uh, yeah. mm. younger." And um, there's always someone worse off than you. Yeah, yeah. And that, that doesn't necessarily like lessen the pain or, mm. or lessen what's going on, but yeah. it, it kind of, I think perspectives are uh, something that we have lost. Yes. Um, you know, yes. and, yeah, like you said, we, we often think about ourselves. Mm. Um, and that's one of the beautiful things I think we have lost is um, even thinking in terms of our families and like, you know, our communities, nations. Etc. Etc. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the nice yeah. things. And that's, Even yeah. in Robo, is mm. the community. It is. You know, it, br so it brings you back. back. Yeah. And especially at, like our church community as well. Yes. Um, and like you say, you know, just random meal showing up at the yeah, door, it and it'd probably be that night where you've gotten home yeah. at six o'clock, and it just so happens. It just yeah. so happens. <laughs> yeah. So blessed. And, mm. and that's. I think when I reflect on things, uh, I'm glad that. Um, God was looking after us and that's the difference is that we are a community of brothers and sisters who 
and God uh, expects us to serve one another mm. and to look after one another. Mm. So as a Christian, no matter what part of the world that you're in, um, there are all there's always someone there who who has the same faith as you, yeah. and who will be looking out for you and praying for you. Mm. Yeah, so so you're, you're never alone, no matter no. where you are. Okay, and that is a very that's comforting to know. Definitely, and yeah. So I used to that used to comfort me greatly when uh, I was in hospital, mm. knowing that uh, I wasn't alone. Uh, I had God looking after me. God had a plan. Okay, and. Um, in the end, no matter what happened, it was God's plan. Yeah. So if I ended up in a wheelchair, being without the ability of being feeding myself, that was God's plan. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and I was very comfortable with that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> incredible. Mm -hmm. And 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 even um, you know, God's used it. Um, I know from talking to so many people at church. Mm. Um, they'll mention you guys and the amazing faith you had and the example you set and the amazing recovery and they they just look and they point and they go how good's God that and they they're encouraged by you guys as well and so I wanted to encourage you guys that you're encouraging you know people are really encouraged by you guys and like I know often we can feel like we're a bit hopeless and, um, and you I know think that's humble but yeah to feel. it's not all rosy is it like, no it's not all rosy. no that's right it's definitely not, not. Yeah. and God and God does and give you these. And what he's doing is he's trying to, he. We're growing as well. Yeah, he, we're growing and we're becoming mm. more resilient and we're, uh, we're becoming more dependent on him. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that's why he, he gives us those hard times. So that it's just like you know that analogy where um, you you're um, you're made pure by the fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so he gives you these trials and tribulations to make you a better person. Mm. And so. Um, I remember my dad who saying, "If you, if we didn't have um, uh, trials and tribulations, uh, we'd be worse off, and we wouldn't mm. be growing in God, yeah. our faith in God." Yeah. yeah. What's even um, something Rod was reflecting on uh, yesterday with the whole virus thing? He was kind of saying, you know, I think we're going to become a bit more resilient mm. Um, mm. because we kind of have to, you know, like we're becoming a bit soft in Australia we because are. we can, yeah. um, you know. And, you know, there has been no hardship for so long. Um, yes. And so coronavirus, in a way, might be a blessing for, yes, for yes. us. And yeah. I see that in our, my patients that I care for. You know, the older, a lot, a lot of, not all, but a lot of older patients are, are much more resilient mm. to a lot of younger people. Yeah. They've been through more, mm. uh, they've experienced more. Yeah. 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 Mm. Any... Uh, any thoughts or, or final encouragements or challenges as we kind of wrap it up? Yeah, just keep your eyes focused on God and knowing that God has everything in control and just putting all your trust in God. Yeah. Mm. And that's what Andrew and I did. Mm. And that's what got us through. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and the road's not always easy. It's sort of two steps forward, one back, but yep. you will get there. Yeah. You know, just put your trusting God and um, yeah yeah and I'm sure you guys didn't forecast or foresee um, the big event but no. God still no. was with you and used that for good yeah. and uh, hoping our chat like this chat will be for good you know God's good as well and yeah he'll keep using you guys as well
How about I pray and then, yeah. Okay. Heavenly Father, thanks so much for your goodness. Uh, thanks for how you even use hard things, uh, things that often don't make sense. Uh, you can even use those things for good. Uh, you can show us things about you and teach us things uh, and and challenge us to, to trust in you and, and put you first. Uh, thanks for the ones and the incredible encouragement they are and the, the example they set of, of yeah, putting you first and, and how, um, yeah, they did that and continue to do that. Um, yeah, thanks thanks for them and, and the encouragement they are to, to us and our church community. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John.